Redskins, or someone wearing their uniforms, and the Atlanta Falcons. This, and much, much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, what's up? Excellent! Welcome, Harry Hawk Football, episode number 460, um, in which we talk about the recurring nightmare we've had this season anytime we pay, play a team from the NFC South that has a high-powered, so to speak, offense. We, we can't stop them. We can't even hope to contain them. Oh, we didn't even hope. Play some yeah. damn football. You sucked on the field today. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Brian Mitchell, I was listening to his show today, and he was, you know. Yeah. He wasn't even that pumped. He wasn't that excited today. He was just kind of, the thing he was most upset about today is the signing of these three offensive linemen off the street. And he's like, what are these dudes doing? He's like, what are these dudes doing like Casey Dunn on our squad if they're not even going to start when the guys get injured that they're supposed to be backing up? Why are they even on the squad? Why didn't they have these guys off the street on the squad? And he's got a point. He does. He absolutely does. What are these dudes doing on the team if they're not going to play? They're just taking up roster space. And lack of adjustments. We need new coaches, man. We've said it episode after episode after episode. By the way, this is Harry Hogg Football. You can check us out on Twitter, at Harry Hogg. Check out our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Um, You can reach him, uh, Desmond C. Lee, too. Mm. Because Desmond C. Lee, I don't think anyone's in the chat room, are they? That's a first. Oh, Chris J in the UK just popped up. All right. Speak of the devil. Chris J in the UK is making this flight all the way over to FedEx Field to join us for the Texans game in two weeks. Solid. Us and four other Redskins fans that'll be in the stands that day. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be sweet. It's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, do we want to jump right into this and talk about adjustments? Because I do. Trevor Maddich put the what is this saying? The na- hit the nail on the head after yeah. the game when dude, and this isn't the first team that's done it to, to us. This is the third team, the Colts. Yeah. They do these little crossing patterns which I think should be offensive pass interference and you disagreed a lot of the times. But yeah. The point that Trevor Trevor Maddich was making after the game was if it's illegal or not, it doesn't matter. Making a freaking adjustment to stop it. Yeah, and we're just yeah. playing man-to-man, and our men are running into each other instead of zone and passing the dudes off, coming uh-huh. on these little crossing patterns. And you can blame the yeah. refs all you want, like I was trying to during the game because I was mad, and that's usually what I do when I'm mad, and you already know about that. But yeah, we got beat 38-14. to 14. Yeah. 
Someone needs to be cut. Well, we don't have guys that got cut, but we got guys that went on in, uh, injured reserve reserve after this game. And, well, let's start with the first one that got the game yeah. off on the wrong foot. Sean Laval, your dog, your favorite <laughs> offensive lineman on the team, and Chris Jay's favorite, and mm -hmm. David Herzing. Um, first play of the game. Second play of the game. Second play of the game. Was it holding? It was and a holding we penalty. We started out first and 20, not a good sign. And then next play, he gets completely thrashed. His knee out. It, it was the second play, so so it was on the uh, the second play of the game. And then on the third one, his knee just like totally gave out. ACL broke. It busted. <laughs> and busted. He done blown it up. And you and I were just like, all right. Let's go to the, you know, get a backup lineman in there and then let's see what they can do because they're not going to be any worse than Laval. Yeah, and they weren't really. Yeah, really. At that point, yeah. Um, offense was anemic again with your favorite quarterback, Alex Smith. Um, you know what we need? Hitting our own dudes in the butt, literally, with the ball. AB. <laughs> Hit them right square, like between the cheeks. Between he hit him between the cheeks. <laughs> yeah, that is the fact. <clears throat> I mean, duh. It was I an mean, on target pass to his cheeks. Where's Colt McCoy, man? Where's boo boo boo? Is he going to be any worse than Alex Smith? That's what I was saying. But I mean, I think someone on someone in, on one of the post game shows whichever one i was listening to because i was out in the garage working and just had it on for like three hours um someone in there was saying there's about 70 million reasons why colt mccoy is not going to be coming in it's because they've paid alex smith oh yeah to come in what it all comes down to is is again we need new coaches jay gruen doesn't make adjustments Musky um, doesn't uh, either. doesn't make adjustments. Nope. Every game. Every game. They're outcoached game after game after game. And and I don't know. We've I've been saying it for like a year and a half that we need to get rid of this guy. So I don't know what else to say. You just have to sit there and just mumble about how bad they are until they finally disappear from the team, probably at the end of this season. I guess if we can get someone better than John Gruden's brother. The only thing is there's an, actually a chance that we could still end up in the playoffs. We could. And you never know. If you get into the playoffs, there's always a chance you can win in the playoffs because say we yeah. get in the playoffs and we're going up against the Saints again. But, oh, look, last Here week of the Alex season, Smith. Drew Brees got injured. All of a sudden you got a chance. I guess. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, but. Alex Smith, man. You Who's surprised him. by that? Anybody. Anybody. Uh, Isn't he one of your favorite players in the NFL? <laughs> Hit him in the butt. In the butt. <laughs> in the butt. In the butt. <laughs> oh, here's, my, here's my issue with Alex Smith. To me, it seems... and. I don't think he does this consciously. But to me, it seems like he's more concerned with messing up than making an awesome play. 
Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he wants to play everything so safe. That's why we have all these five-yard passes. I mean, people are complaining. I mean, you can't even blame Jay Gruden on that a lot of the times because you know the dude he's throwing it to is like the outlet guy. I think yeah. he's too like timid to take a shot at the dudes, and maybe they're not getting open. Yeah. But I think that's part of it, yeah. But, I mean, part of it, he's he's kind of a wuss back there. To say he plays it safe, or you can also say he's a wuss quarterback. Yeah. He wasn't wuss when he got hit on that run, though. <laughs> All right, Chris J in the UK is saying the Falcons completely shut down our running game, but was that because of the O-line injuries? It seems we were struggling before that. We were. They shut it down early because no one, think about it, no one is afraid of our receiving core and Alex Smith. So yeah, they're going to so key on AP just like we keyed on Ezekiel Elliott, McCaffrey, yep. whoever other running back that we shut down, even Alvin, what's his face, Kamara, and all those guys. Your dog, Sarquan. Sarquan. I think it's Saquon, dude. Oh, do you think so? You're the one. <laughs> you call him Sarquan. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I think they just were keying on the run. They're like, we're going to stop the run. Yeah. Right? And once dude, they seriously. stop the run... Well, the offense wasn't really what was bothering me because I, I expect our offense to suck with yeah, it, with yeah. Alex Smith and 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 the hardcore the the the, the core of receivers that are all hurt except for Mo Harris. Um, where'd our defense go? They did not show up. They, they did not show up at all. They didn't come out of the locker room. They showed up for the first two plays of the game where they were pumped, and then it was like third and long for the Falcons and they got the first down and it was like there you go that was our defense yeah yeah and, really now I know the defense was frustrated with these non-called plays that we've already discussed these picks yeah. and all that but still you got to make adjustments it's all about adjustments that, that that's that's the difference between a medio mediocre Nine and seven, seven and nine, Jay Gruden coach, and like like top tier Bill Belichick coach or or uh Sean Payton or someone like that. Or Joe Jackson Gibbs. Joe Jackson Gibbs. The master of halftime adjustments. Super, yeah. You think Joe Gibbs goes into the locker room and is like, this isn't working. Let's just keep doing it. I uh, that's because what else is he going to say? I don't think he's smart enough to to move to that upper tier. Who? Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden? Dude, he's not even smart enough to move to the middle tier. There's eight-year-old kids in the stands yelling at him to do something. And he just... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean... He's always on the sideline like... Like... What's going on? I, I, I don't know what else to do. And again, I, offensive line are dropping like flies. The, the the next one, if another one went down, where are we going to put Matt Ioannidis in on offense? That's what they said in the post game. You heard, yeah, I guess you heard that. But I heard that. Matt but Ioannidis, he would probably kick. He'd probably be better than Laval in there. He probably would be. <laughs> oh yeah, Chris J brought up the pass interference by Josh Norman. 
That was ridiculous. Well, he had to do it because he got burnt so bad. Yeah, I was like, he had to do it because the guy was going to score a touchdown, but he also had to do it because he got burnt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess he could have taken the chance that the guy wouldn't have caught it and not done it, but he's not going to do that because then everyone would have seen how bad he got burnt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sucked. Then he gave up a touchdown to Julio, didn't he? No. Um, or was that I Dunbar? I just remember. I remember C. Dix holding on to him, and I was just like, C. Dix is going to tackle him before the goal. I know. He couldn't because Charles Davis and Kevin Burkhart yeah. jinxed it because anytime someone says something like, Julio Jones is yet to have a touchdown this year, sure enough, it's going to yeah. happen against the Redskins, and it totally did. C. Dix yeah. was trying to get him down, but he couldn't. C. Dix was trying to use some of that Packer power. <laughs> do, 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 do. Go, Pack, go. C. Dix, go, Pack, go. Dude. C. Dix had his Packer power. Go, Pack, go. I'm not really blaming C. Dix for anything because he'd only been there for three days. I know. I was surprised he was in as much as he was. Yeah. Um. We got to talk about... No, he was probably back there, like in the secondary, looking around at his fellow like mates, and he's like, "These guys have no idea what's about to go on. What did I get myself into?" Yeah. Um. All right. So David Herzing brings up. He says he's still into Alex. Poor choice of words there. I think he's smart. He he has he had the same receivers two weeks in a row. Um. He's gonna have. 100 yard Mo Harris this weekend, just like we did last weekend. Which yeah, is- I mean, Mo Harris stepped up. And here's the interesting thing about um, Josh Doxson he's yeah. slowly taking steps. He'll take like two steps forward and then one step back, like every week. His first two, the first two passes to him, he dropped. And then after that, he was, he was great. Yeah. For as much as he was in, I guess, getting thrown to. But he, he caught, he caught like fade pass in the end zone. It was unbelievable. Did you hear Sonny being interviewed for that? They played no. it like a thousand times. Uh-oh. It was it was like Larry going, and there's the fade pass to Josh Doxson. Touchdown Redskins. And he goes, hey, Sonny, what do you think of that? Coach isn't going to let you hear the end of that one, Sonny. And then there's like silence for like three seconds, and Sonny just goes, no. <laughs> that was it that was it like no he's not gonna let me hear the end of it no <laughs> uh. <sighs> yeah david herzing norman yeah. did get burnt he did yeah he did step up a little bit no mo harris dude I think that guy is not, for whatever reason, they're not giving him the same opportunities they give other receivers. Because all he does is come in and catch balls. That's all he said. Catches. Everybody is like, he's like, like the, uh, I don't know. He just kept sticking around during uh, training camps the last couple of years. And then he went 10 receptions, 124 yards. Keep throwing uh, it to him. Yeah. What, I don't, yeah. We need to keep throwing it to him for sure. Second highest was Vernon Davis. Uh, I, I I have no idea what Jordan Reed's doing. He was third highest. VD four yards. We talked about this during the game. We still yeah. think they should have traded. Uh, yeah, of um, course. Jordan Reed with VD. Like I think yeah. VD's better. He is better. 
because VD, VD, you can send him down like on a post pattern for 20 yards and he'll catch the ball with traffic around him. And, and I don't know. It's, it's almost like Jordan Reed is a little, uh, I don't know if he's got, I, I, I don't know. He looks a little bit slower. He doesn't, he's not breaking as much as he used to. I, I mean, I mean, his body's starting to break down. So, yeah. Uh, and jo and of course, Richardson's done for the year. So, yeah. So do uh, we want to start talking about injuries now? Cause it's sure. all right. So Trent Williams apparently is going to be out at least a few more games, right? Maybe up to a month. Maybe, maybe at least one more game for sure. That's not good. Nope. Um, Worse than that, Brandon Scherf, the sheriff, out for the season. Tore his peck, man. Just like we you were called saying, it though, too. I was just like he tore his peck, mm -hmm. and you were like it might be the shoulder. So we thought about that, but I was just like he's holding his like chest. That um, stinks, man. So let's see. Morgan uh, Moses somehow got back in the game, but he's got like a knee issue as well. So. It's just like last year, dude. Our linemen just get so banged up. Yeah, they really do. Um, so V, yeah. So uh, Moses, but he came back in. Yeah. Um, he has MCL damage to his knee. Let's see on that. Laval, of course, done for the season. Not that ACL. Yeah. So here's our. We don't know who the starting line is going to be, right? It's not like, really. I mean, we've got. Uh, Nitschke. Nitschke, who, who can get plugged in at like three or four spots, but I guess they're going to have to play him at left guard. Left tackle. Uh, I'm sorry, left tackle. Your dog, Jerron Christian. At right One tackle. One shot, Jerron, man. Dude, dude. <laughs> who am I? Who am I? All right. The ball gets hiked. Who am I? Whoa! In his defense, after that initial shock, he did play better by the end of the game. Whoa! <laughs> that was his first NFL action. I mean, come on. He got run over like it was a, like a steam trade <laughs> flying over him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, so here's the offensive line, my projected right. starting line, which is is hard to figure out as my precarious predictions are. <clears throat> yeah. So Moses supposes. All right, Mo wait, Moses at right tackle. Uh, Bergstrom at right Bergstrom? guard. Roll I don't know. I, I, I well, still want Roulier to stay at center because Bergstrom is not as good as Roulier for sure. I think Roulier is. I call him Roulier. Roulier, Roulier is playing center as because I think so. Yeah. Bergstrom is Bergstrom at right guard or left guard? I'm not sure if they know. And who's I left? Mean, they signed, they signed, signed like three dudes. Tackles named Timon, Timon, like Simon, but T, Timon, Paris, and Justin Evans. How do you know it's not Timon? It might be Timon, but there's no like accent or apostrophe. Timon, 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 or. It looks like Timon. Simon. Oh, my name is Timon. <laughs> and you and know I do. Drawings. <laughs> and you know my name is Timon. <laughs> so, so Timon Simmons is his name? I'm in Paris. He's <laughs> French. Who is Simmons? He's the new Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> Time in Paris or Timon. Timon. 
Who'd we sign him from? The street? Uh, from the street. Who else we get? We got those guys. We got Casey Dunn. Like, like a... Like a uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the other two guys. I was laughing too much. I oh, oh Timon. Timon and Justin Evans. Justin Evans, and then there's a third dude, right? Timon. <laughs> He's the second dude. <laughs> who is the first guy? Timon, Evans, and who else? Casey Dunn. He's already been on the squad. Well, let's see. Let's see if I, I, I can see anything. It's some guy that used to actually play for the Ravens, I think. Um, we've activated Stacy McGee. We waived the following player, Kenny Ladler. <laughs> <laughs> Our special team, Kenny Ladler. Boy, you're cut. Dude, how did it take us this long into the podcast to play the cut sound for Kenny Ladler? <laughs> oh, dude, the Redskins have already terminated the following practice squad player, Justin Evans. He's been terminated. <laughs> We just announced them. Terminated. We signed a guy named Jerron Jones. Did they send Arnold in? Terminated. I'm going to Ash, bud. <laughs> All right. So who do we have? Here? So this one guy, Evans, comes in, and he's so horrible. Like <laughs> he gets cut the first day. <laughs> Did he even uh, make it into the front door? Or did they just see him like like waltzing in from the parking lot? And they're like, "No, that guy's not playing." Dude, who is that guy? There's no way that guy's a football player. He comes in. Hi, my name's Justin Evans. And they're like, "They're no, like, you're not. all right." Somebody called Jerron Jones. Chris J. Chris J. in the UK somehow retracted a message in the chat room. I don't know how you do that, but whoa, he must have said something really horrible. <laughs> uh, uh wait what were, wait what, so who are the dudes my, my mind can't handle all this he's signed he's cut he's signed he's cut okay all right all right so the three guys that they they signed as free agents for laval Scherf, and richardson are guard luke bowanko guard Bowanko. john cooper yeah, like isn't Bawanko the guy from uh, the Ravens? I don't know. Probably. And the tackle, Austin Howard. John Cooper. That's like the guy who invented the mini. So John Cooper's still on the squad as of this hour. Yes. Bawanko, I think from the Ravens, is still on the squad at this hour. These are, these are signed to the roster. And Timon. Yeah. Or Timon. I guess. I think Timon, I think. I think he's on the practice squad. The Blanco, Cooper, and Howard are on the the active roster. How? What's Howard's first name? Desmond. Austin. Austin. I would not want Desmond Howard as a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't work out as a return man too much either. For us. actually, right. he did, just not, not as a receiver. Yep. All right. Um, Josh just tweeted in or texted. <laughs> sorry. And he said that he's out to dinner with a client. Kicks to everyone. I'd say he didn't watch the game, but I know he did. He did because he was tweeting at me during it. Yeah. Texting. Why do I keep saying tweeting? Remember like on episode 360 when I didn't know what tweeting was? 
and I didn't understand the point, and Josh was trying to explain it to me. <laughs> and I was like, why don't you just text people? Why don't you no, just... it doesn't work that way. Or when I, remember <laughs> I, when I didn't understand the point of texting before that? Yeah. <laughs> For years. I was like, why don't you just call them? <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> anyway, um, all right, so where... All right. No. So anyway, the offensive line, to sum it up, <clears throat> it's in disarray and panic mode over there. Yeah. We already have an anemic offense. This is just going to put more and more pressure on our defense, which was doing fine except for the high-powered offensive passing teams. Right. Yep. I want proof of life of Josh. <laughs> well, life here. of Josh. Well, you wanted it, so here you go. There he is. You popped up. There he is. Oh man. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So. Uh, so the offensive line's in disarray. It's gonna make it even more anemic. I'm a little concerned about the offense. The defense, I think, will bounce back. Maybe they've learned their lesson now. I guess. It, now, I don't know. it's 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 so hard to tell because we, like you said, we know that they're doing this against offensive lines or, or against offensive teams that are high power doing a lot of passing. But but I mean, we were getting gashed for runs in this last game, so I I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. The, the we're we're playing the uh, the Buccaneers this weekend. And the Buccaneers surprisingly have the number one pass offense in the NFL. That does not bode well. That does not bode well at all. Even though they're like three and five or four and four or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, this could be bad. So, so were the Falcons. Yeah. Yeah. This could be bad. This this game could make or break the season because I felt pretty bad about this loss, and then I looked at our competitors in the NFC East. And the Eagles and the Cowboys still have to play these teams that we've already played these difficult ones, like the Saints. And yeah. I think the Eagles had to play the Saints and the Rams. And you know, it could it could come down that the winner of the division is nine and seven. Yeah, it really could. It's gonna be about which team sucks the least. Between the, the Redskins NFL. and the Eagles. <laughs> It's yeah. coming down between the Redskins yeah. and the Eagles. The Cowboys are in more disarray than us, and the Giants are even further yeah. in disarray. And yeah, the Giants already really called the season. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's who sucks the least is going to win the division, and then you win. never know it's what's going to happen. Who sucks the least is going to win the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we still have hope. So don't just freak out over this one game, like. Who knows? I mean, if, if if we, like you said, a couple of these guys that we signed, they worked with the Ravens. Um, one of them worked with the Cowboys at some point, so we have to worry about that guy. Yeah, I saw that. Was that Timon? It might have been. Speaking of the Cowboys, your favorite Cowboy player got injured again last night. Who? <laughs> Slightly desiccated. Sean Lee. Sean Lee's out again. He's always Man. injured. He's injured more than uh, Jordan Reed is for us. Well, he's, he's 
it's because he's slightly desiccated, so you know it takes longer to heal. <laughs> he's like Skeletor's son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. This is all right, guys. You, in, all right, you know how we hate politics here on Harry Hod Football, except for Josh. Yeah. So this week, since it is election day, I'll talk for one minute about politics. So this week, I get in the car and NPR is on. And the first thing I hear is politics and sports. What do you think? Tweet at us, email us. And I was like, Oh, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> so I tweeted into the dude and lo and behold, they read my tweet on the air. And NPR. Here, it here it is. All right. So the tweets up on the video podcast, there's my tweet. And here is what they said. Another listener tweeted, politics have no place in sports. It's the one place people go to escape. Keep the game pure. That was my tweet. And I was like, whoa. And then he was like, and then he's like, asked the, the panel. He was like, discuss this tweet. And they just like glossed over it and started talking because about All they want to stuff. do is talk about stupid politics. Because that's what, I don't know. Some people like getting gray hairs. Yeah. And then I turned it off and went into the why. <laughs> the why as in YMCA. It's going to stay at the <laughs> Yeah, that one. They got everything that you need to avoid. Yeah. So if you look at our schedule between, I mean, I'm already counting the Cowboys and the Giants out, so... Am I safe to say that, or is it possible the Cowboys could turn it around? I never judged the Cowboys out. <sighs> okay, well... one fifteen, but they beat us. All right, I think it's between us, the Cowboys, and the Eagles, or the, us, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. And if yeah. you look at the schedules left, I think we have the easiest one. Like, the hardest part of our outside of division games is over with. Yeah, yeah. So we do have a good chance. We just got to win our division games. Especially yeah. against the Eagles. And pick up a few others. And we can one win of the, four more games. Four or five games we're in. One of them this weekend at 1 o'clock against the NFC. Uh, possible wild card issue with us, baby. Yeah, we got to win that one. Yeah, we if need we to win, win this one. Look, if we can beat the Bucks, the oh, Giants man. again. No offense. And the Eagles all. once. That's three games. And then what other game do we have left titans who beat titans. the cowboys yeah yeah I somehow mean, beat the cowboys and they were like cowboys were kind of killing them at first and then they just fell apart yeah so i mean i think we still have a good shot if we can get some semblance is that a word semblance semblance yeah of an offensive line get ap going you know who we really need for the offensive line? Your dog, Catalina. Tyler Catalina. What happened to him? Didn't he just get cut last week? Why didn't they bring him back? I don't know. Maybe he signed with another team. And and uh, Brian Mitchell had a good point. Why do we have these dudes on the roster like Casey Dunn who aren't so when someone goes injured, instead of bringing in the dude that's like taking up a roster spot, you oh, just bring Tyler dudes Cal off the street. Yeah, Tyler Catalina is on like like injured reserve. 
forgot about well, that. Well, what's the point of having these dudes on yeah. your roster or the practice squad if they're not going to step in and play? Why don't you have the dudes that you brought off the street on your roster, on your practice squad, so they're more ready to go? Yeah. If they're better. Absolutely. It's just as bad coaching again. Roster management. Now, I, I understand that if it, it depends on what your depth is with your team. If you have a lot of depth, you can stash guys at the back of the roster that are like projects that need like a couple of years before they're really ready to go. Like, I guess, Casey Dunn or Jerron Aaron's dog, Christian. One job, Jerron. <laughs> He's so, not my dog. <laughs> one job, Aaron. <laughs> Pilar? Dude, so, I got you a Jerron Christian jersey that you're going to be wearing during the uh, t- Texans game. Does it say odd body on it? Odd body toe. Odd body toe. <laughs> wait, does he wear his number or is that, does he wear 74? Yeah. He, he does. He is odd body too. Odd body too. <laughs> odd body too. <laughs> odd body too. All right. Anyway, go ahead. David Herzing agrees that he thinks we're going to win the division because our schedule is easy. It's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll believe it when we see it. But I we'll do think we have a pretty Jay good Green shot. Can can get us through to finally doing something like that. Yeah, it all depends on if we either – here's a good point in the season. We either turn this thing back around. Yeah. Right the ship, as they like to say in the football world. <laughs> or do we keep heading down this path? The Buccaneers game is going to be a big sign of which way we're heading. It is. All right, let's get into uh, games and kicks. Aye, aye, sir. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain! Aye, aye, sir. Let me find the... Here, here it is. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. The Game Ball Award. <laughs> Brought to you by... I don't know. Uh... You want to go first? Um... No. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I'm giving mine to the obvious. Mo Harris. 120 yeah. yards receiving, and he was awesome. That's all I'm saying. On a crappy offense. I don't on, think on I have anything to say. Um, I'm going to give mine to VD. It's a good because one. Because he gave a little bit of semblance of life as a tight end is supposed to do, unlike Jordan Reed. Semblance. Yeah. Semblance. That's going to be the name of this ep- episode, Semblance. Semblance. <laughs> With little red squiggly lines under it, because I don't know how to spell it. Semblance. VD, Perfect. that's a good one, because he came in, and then they just, well, all right. So then VD came in, he had a couple of good plays in a row, and then they just kept going to him, and then they shut him down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, he still plays. Cover that guy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I mean, Quentin Dunbar had a pick. It was kind of thrown right to him. And then he, then he ended up going out of the game because that nerve injury started uh, acting up on him again. And I mean, I and I just had a sack. That's about it. Yep. 
All right, let's look in the peanut gallery. Um, game ball to Swearinger for bringing it. I think Swearinger was distracted in this game. He couldn't go full force because he was too busy telling haha dicks where to stand and stuff like that. I True. saw him in there directing traffic a few times. Um, but yeah, he does always bring it. Uh, Mo Harris, Matt Lines is saying Mo Harris. Awesome. Yo, welcome to the chat room, Matt Lines. Have we seen Matt Lines in the chat room before? Possibly. Awesome. Welcome to the chat room. Or perhaps Lines. not. What? Perhaps not. Matt Lines. What's up, Matt Lines? David Herzing. Ionitis. For the sack. <laughs> I know I spelled it wrong. <laughs> he didn't even do the sack. He didn't do the sack um, dance this time. It's he just like pointed up in the air with his like hairy armpits hanging down. <laughs> He's like Grecian five landing gear. <laughs> <laughs> Not Zach line. No, we said Matt lines. Did you say Zach line? I didn't. No, I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe our mics are just not very clear. Um, I'm looking looking at it around. Yeah, yeah. It's probably it probably sounded like me. I don't think I did, but you know, maybe. Maybe. Is that it? That's it. No more uh, game balls from the peanut yeah. gallery. Okay. Well, I didn't think there would be that many. So. Because we sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. The Kick in the Balls Award, as always, is brought to you by Ridapoo. If you have septic, you need Ridapoo to get rid of your poo. Oh, no, no. All right. Um, you get to go first on the Kick in the Balls Award. Take your pick. <laughs> Take your time, Adams. Um, Alex Smith, you threw the ball into the... The cheeks. <laughs> right in between the cheeks, man. Cut. He did. He, yeah. Um, Golly. I'm starting not to like, I got to say, gradually not liking Alex Smith very much. He's just kind of. I heard somebody vanilla. on the show this morning saying, like, I'm starting to hear that, that uh, what's his face, the, the coach of. Uh, the coach of the Chiefs fleeced us for the second time after a Donovan McNabb. And I'm like, from who? Because I've been saying that ever since they announced it in March. He probably just heard it from Grant Paulson. He probably, you know what I think? I am Grant Paulson. I think we got fleeced. You probably heard it here first. He probably right. secretly listens to Harry Hog football. Secretly. Well, the secret's out. Grant Paulson. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, then. I know let me see. <laughs> the first drive, I'm giving my kicking the balls award to Sean Laval. The second drive, I'm giving my kicking the balls award to Josh Doxson. 
Bam. Because those first two drives, those two guys single-handedly taking turns sabotaged the drive. So I'm giving two kicks. Well, if I can only take one, I'm taking Josh Doxson because Josh always kicks a dude that gets injured for the year. So Josh is going to take Sean Laval. (laughs) There we go. Cut! I'm also giving a kick in the balls to Casey Dunn because he must be so bad that they brought dudes off the street to play in front of him. Casey's like, oh boy, I get to go in the game next week. I get to go in the game. They're like, <laughs> nope. Casey, Casey, come over here for a second. Let's go over here to the sideline for a second. Let me talk to you for And it's like, all right, what was the guy's name? Timon. Hey, hey, Timon, this is... uh. Jay Gruden calling with the Redskins. How would you like to come play for the Redskins offensive line next week? And he's like, I don't know. I got a guy on the other line about some white walls. Let me get back to you. (laughs) 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 And poor Casey has these dudes coming in off the street that were working at Taco Bell last week getting to play, and he's still sitting on the bench riding the pine. If he even gets a dress, he might not even have his own uniform. Anyway, um, probably had a uh, double number. He was probably a, du- the second a triple 46, number. Forty-six R. He's <laughs> forty-six red. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Uh, here come the kicks from the peanut gallery. Go ahead and send them in. <coughs> Excuse me, Matt Lines does not have one yet. He did give his game ball to Mo Harris. I don't know if he's in it. Um, let's see. Uh, David Herzing. Zach Brown and and Mason Foster. They were getting exposed left and yeah. right. Those guys are not fast. Yeah, that goes. that's because they just kept running the crossing patterns. That's yep. all they did, and the linebackers couldn't keep up. And then no yep. one knew what to do, and then the linebackers weren't there on the running plays because they're trying to cover dudes on crossing patterns. It's like, how do you beat the Redskins? I don't know. Let's see how the Colts and the Saints did. Saints did, yep. And oh, that's our what guys they did. Our guys can do those crossing patterns. Sweet. We know exactly what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just try not to get offensive pass interference calls. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt Lines has given his to Sean Laval for sucking and um, then getting injured. I'm supposing uh, uh, there. I'm supposing. <laughs> and is that it? No one else? We don't have very many people in the chat room this week. Everyone's so like distraught after that horrible oh, showing. Yeah, man. Um. Or they're at, or they may be at political parties. Oh yeah, they may be. I don't know if they listen to us. They probably are. Dude, you know Josh is at a political party. He does. He's not hanging out with some client. Oh, if you he's at a political he's at a political party, I'm you know he is. I'm texting him right now and asking him. Because I don't know if he heard what they said on NPR. Another listener tweeted, "Politics have no place in sports. It's the one place people go to escape." Keep the game pure. Pure. You are missing the podcast, Josh. Pure. Did you say pure. that? Did you say what he's what he's that he's like at a political rally? 
I'll tell him. Yeah. You know he is. We've because he's been busted for doing that before. <laughs> it's not the first time. A political dude. rally. Let's see. I told him that John thinks he's at a political rally. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, oh, we missed Chris J in the UK. He's giving his to Norman for getting burnt like toast. Again. <laughs> totally did. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. Cut! Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> I mean, that play. Anyway, all right. I guess that's it. Do we have anything else we want to talk about on this podcast? Oh, I got to do my precarious. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. All right, we're playing the Buccaneers at 1 o'clock in Raymond James Stadium. I haven't put too much thought into it um, because, well. We have a high-powered defense. We have a mid-powered defense and a low-powered offense. They have a high-powered offense and a low-powered defense. Well, dude, the Falcons already proved that a high-powered defense is more powerful than our low-power offense. Yeah. Wait. Our... I just laugh. I, I, I laugh every week because we have Alex Smith. We got fleeced twice. All right. No one wanted to believe me. Basically, if the running game gets stopped... We lose. So let me get my prediction going. All right. right. I see the defense starting out strong against the Bucks and getting a three and out. The offense comes in and gets a few first downs. I'm looking at the Swami. We get a few first downs, and then Alex Smith throws the ball and hits Adrian Peterson right between the cheeks (laughs) on third down. (laughs) Not between the numbers, between the cheeks. <laughs> Tim in between the cheeks. Um, so we stall. Yep. I don't see this as a barn burner. I see this game as 17-14 Redskins with Hopkins winning it on a 53-yard field goal with no time left at Raymond James Stadium. The cannons will not be shooting off at the end of this ball game. 17 17- yeah. 14 Washington Redskins to pull their record to six and three. Three. Six and yeah. three. Um, now let's see. It. Oh, the peanut gallery is even weighing in on the precarious predictions. Wow, that's new. David Herzing um, thinks that Fitzpatrick is due for a five-pick game. Interesting. I agree with that. I think that I think that Haha Clinton Dix will come up with his first interception as a Redskin to tie Josh Norman's interceptions over the last two seasons. <laughs> in only oh, his second effort. game, <laughs> in two games, and two games as a Redskins. Haha, C Dix will have as many interceptions as Josh Norman has in two seasons. That's mother precarious. Matt Lines thinks that Fitz Magic will throw an interception to Hashan Treshan. Ha ha. <laughs> I would say that's what I just said, dude, but I know they're like 45 seconds late on the, the stream. So your great minds think alike. Matt, don't call me Zach Lines. <clears throat> what about Zach Lines? 
<laughs> it's Matt Lines, dude. Matt Lines. Anyway, does that wrap it up? Are we done? Yeah. Can yeah. we get ready to watch the Bucks game? Yeah. All right, dudes. All right, dudes. Um, I know this week sucked, but next week is a new week. And if it made you feel any better, the Cowboys lost in their worse shape than we are. Yeah. We are still in first, don't forget. We are. Yep. Five and three. Five and three. One game in front of the uh, Eagles. It's going to be a sprint to the finish. And I think we can get it done. We'll see about that. Check us out at Harry Hog Football. Harry Hog at Twitter. Does you leave too at Twitter. A long time ever sponsor. HarryHogFootball.com. Email us Josh or Josh, John, Aaron, or Josh at HarryHogFootball.com. Yep. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do because they lost again last night. I can't wait.